Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're doing a sechtas demai on the Shushan Purim, Perak Vav, Mishnah Ches, and Mishnah Tes. Unfortunately, this morning, the sad news of the passing of the great Rav Chaim Kenevsky has reached us. Rav Chaim Kenevsky is someone who dedicated his life to learning and learning and learning and authoring way over 50 svarim. And these aren't svarim just on uh, any ordinary or the more, let's say, let's say, standard areas of Torah, but he actually wrote on the more esoteric areas. He wrote a parish, a commentary on the Yerushalmi, he wrote a commentary on Kachim, on Taharus, and also on Zrayim, called Derech Emunah. It's a Mishnah Brewer like commentary on Zrayim, something that I've used multiple times this year, although I don't think I've quoted it by name, but I've definitely looked at it before I prepared many of these Mishnahis. So today, let's learn the Mishnah in Leofanis Neshama. Let's learn our Mishnayas using his commentary and the way in which he understood the Mishnayas. Today's Mishnah is two people inherit, or let's just put it, two people have ownership over a field. How do they have ownership? Either they keep a bit of resource, they both become joint sharecroppers, Oshiyarshu, or they jointly inherit, Oshinishtatfu, or they enter into business venture together. I take half, you take half of this field. One of them is a chaver, and one of them is an amaretz. And what's the concern? The concern is going to be that when we divide it up, it's as if we're dividing, we're doing business with this tevel. We're doing business with this tevel because I'm saying the fifty. I'm selling you your fifty percent, and you're selling me my fifty percent. But says the Mishnah, we can do something as follows: Lomar I can say, you know what? We're going to look at this field and the, the whole north side of this field, of all the chitin there, all the grains there, the north side is mine and the south side is yours. The left side of the orchard is mine, the right side is yours. We can essentially divide it up when it's still growing to say, I'm getting this entire half and you're getting that entire half. And rather than looking at it as we're making this agreement almost like a sale, I'm buying my half from you and you're buying your half from me, we introduced a concept, says Rav Chaim, called Breira. What is Breira? Breira means to clarify. To to clarify retroactively, and that is sometimes, and there's a machlokus in the Gemara, comes up many times, do we apply this in areas of Dereis or only Durabanan? We see the Paschal only by Durabanan, but in this Mishnah, the concept is that post facto, you can look at a situation and say, I ended up with my share, you ended up with your share, rather than looking at, looking at it as if we jointly owned it until we split it, we can say, once we split it, we make it as if Lima Freya, retroactively, it was always supposed to be that way. That it was always supposed to be as if when we entered into this joint partnership, I, it's as if I stipulated then, I'm getting the right side of this field, you're getting the, right, the left side of this field. I'm getting the north side, you're getting the south side. And therefore, rather than looking as we're doing business with Tevel, that I'm, I'm in Mochel, or I'm selling you my your half, and you're selling my half, we look at it as, no, the, the, the stipulation on the contract was, we're... Joint, have the joint venture of acquiring this field, but we're acquiring it so that you get the north and I get the south, and we our sides don't intermingle. There's no overlap in, I guess, you can look at the finances, and therefore it doesn't the, the rules of my table and your and your and my truma and your truma don't apply to each other. That we're doing it independently is almost as if separate fields. That's the concept of Brera. That we assume now that we split it now, it's as if we always were going to split it this way. If that's true, it's, it has, it's working off assumption that we're making it as if the assumption is we were going to do it that way. Therefore, if... It's, if it's as if, right now, we had, we had always stipulated initially this was going to be the case, we look at it as if you would have done that, then we can only do that in a place where it's reasonable to have said that. However, if I say, you know what, I'm just going to take all the grapes, and you're going to take all the oil. I'm just going to take all the chit, and you're going to take all the seorim, 
Well, generally, when you enter into a contract to split something 50-50, you're assuming you're splitting everything 50-50. It's not that, let's, let's look at a black and white cookie. There's two ways to cut a black and white cookie in half. You can cut it down the middle, and one person gets white, and one person gets black. Or you can cut it horizontally, and one and each half gets a quarter. A quarter of black and a quarter white. And then everyone ends up with both sides of the cookie. So what's happening here is, it's generally when you split, a, when you enter into partnership, the assumption is each of you are going to get a quarter of that, a, 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 bit, a bit of black, a bit of white, a quarter black, a quarter white. Most people don't assume that I'm just going to take totally one all the oil, and you're going to take total all the all the all the shemen, all the yayin, excuse me. And therefore, says the Mishnah, because that's already too far-fetched, it generally doesn't happen that way, we cannot in institute the concept of Brera, and if I do say, and I want to take all the yayin, you take all the shemen, that doesn't work, we run into a problem of, of doing business with Teva. Similarly, a very similar case. Chavra Amarch, Yarshu Esavi, and you have two, Amarch, you have two, you have two siblings. One's a Chavir, he went to Asia Torah, and the other one is, a, is, is, is an Amaretz, and their father, and they, and they inherit from their father who passes away, who's an Amaretz, they inherit a field, before they inherit or while they're inheriting it, the Chavar can say, I will get my I'll get this part of the field, north side, and you'll get the south side. Again, pattern up the previous Mishnah. But what they cannot say is the Chavar cannot say, I will take the Chitin, you take the Soorim, or I will take the wet stuff. Excuse, excuse me, you take the wet stuff, and I will take the dry stuff. What's wet, wet and dry? So this is obviously uh, uh, not to the Tumah and Tahara. That things that are wet, which we noted from the seven mashkim, the seven liquids, are then susceptible to Tumah. You have an Amaretz, it's qu quite possible this stuff became Tumah. So the, in order to get around this, the Chavar says, you know what, I'll just take only the dry produce. So these things are not, you done, these things are not, have not gotten wet yet, and therefore I, 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 I'll be okay not have to have issue of Tumatahara, and you are not punctilious and careful about your observance, or scrupulous about your observance of Tumatahara, you can take the stuff that had become wet. That does not work, and why does it not work? For the same reason. That, again, Breira only works when it's, we can say it's as if we would have stipulated it, and we can only say it's as if we would have stipulated it when it's reasonable. However, generally, when you enter into joint partnership, when I am Yorish, if someone were to write a will, they want to give everyone an equal portion of every single part, Right? Both the black and the white side of the cookie, rather than giving one person black and one person white, and therefore it does not work. I want to wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos.